Last time, on the usual time. Gungeon uh, wants to see you guys uh, when it's convenient. Okay, let's go. Whenever. It, oh, right now. Okay. Hoy, you awaken, rested, but you don't feel 100% uh, on account of the booze. Well, let's go get it done. I grab the bundles and literally throw them at the kid. I just want to watch the people. I'm looking for a target. You'd spot a high elf. I'm going to tail them till he goes home. Then I'm curious about this magic-y area. You find a smaller human woman. I put my finger on the top of the book and I pull it down. I'm looking for someone who can tell me about magic-y things. You're a little strange, but I've enjoyed your company. Do look me up if you're in town. You know, so would you guys have a good night? Oh yeah, I slept. It was nice. I sleep often. Do you? Sometimes. Are you gonna talk the whole time? Uh, yeah. Eventually, make your way to the throne room. There was a discussion of repayments. He pulls out several items. We're calling it the Tech Aegis. This would be good He'll... for Hoyt because he's super weak. This is a ring of telekinesis. What does that mean? Well, Gundren, that's really cool. That's way <coughs> better than gold. This beauty is the ring of X-ray vision. What? These are two elixirs of healing. If Hoyt's getting something, he deserves to be there when we choose. That's fair. Uh, whenever you get the uh, the other two back together, come see me again. We have other matters to discuss. Well, can't we just discuss them now? I don't ever want to see Hoyt again. At least get Elmalexia and the, the wee one back. Uh, okay, stopping back and, uh, yep. and yep. I fly away. Um, yeah, well, they're doing that. Uh, what are you and Bob to do? Well, I mean, I was gonna take Droop wherever he wanted to go, but I also want to stop at the magical item store mm -hmm, mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. some point, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can go milling about. He doesn't really want anything in particular. He's just, you know, browsing. So I guess I didn't have a specific magic item shop, but there was the Lion Shield coster. Which will uh, accommodate any order, depending on uh, what you're asking for and how long it might take to get it. Well, I will walk in there and I'll approach the sales person. Yeah. Ralva. I Ralva. think you spoke with her before. Oh, okay, yeah. Is that the one that said, like, she would match anything or make it? Yeah, uh, nope, nope, sorry, that was the that was potions. potions. Potions, yep, potions. Potions, Uh, potions, that was uh? Greyra. Sure. Yeah, but yeah, that was the potions. This is Ralva. Ralva? Ralva Dragon Eye. It's a dragonborn? No. Just has a dragon eye. Uh, that's her last name. Hail and well met. Oh, hi, I haven't seen you in a while. I was uh, wondering, do you guys ever get any, like, uh, magical stuff in here? Mm, from time to time. I mean, we can order just about anything. Well, you see, I got this uh, I got this ring, and I pull out my ring of frost resistance uh -huh. that I once won from winning a battle in the Coliseum. <laughs> yeah, I watched that. That was exciting. Ah, uh, that was a tough one. Yeah, I can't believe you managed to pull that off. Not many can. Aha! Ah, I'm full of tricks, Eldritch Blast. Um, but yeah, I got this uh, ring of frost resistance from it, and it really doesn't do much for me. I wonder if there's like a trade I can make or something. 
Well, I'm always willing to barter for the right items. What are you looking for? I'm kind of... Uh, do you guys have any other rings or anything like that? Hmm. Rings. One second. She steps behind uh, behind her counter and goes into a door in the back room. Uh, and comes back with a case filled with various rings. <gasps> she says, uh, well, I guess it depends on what you're looking for. We don't have anything super rare here uh, in stock on hand, but uh, if there's nothing you want to trade for, we can try and put an order in. What do uh, any of these ones do? The case contains six rings. Uh, she'll say, this is a ring of animal influence. We've got a ring of evasion, a ring of feather falling, a ring of protection, and a ring of spell storing, and ring of the ram. Ring of spell storing, that's, I assume, you store spells. In. Uh, well, it's got a long description. This ring stores spells to cast into it, holding them holding them until the attuned wearer uses them. The ring can store up to five levels worth of spells at a time. When found, it contains 1d6 levels of stored spells chosen by me. Uh, any creature can cast a spell of first through fifth level into the ring by touching the ring as the spell is cast. The spell has no effect other than being stored in the ring. If the ring can't hold the spell, the spell is expended without effect. The level of the slot used to cast the spell determines how much space it uses. While wearing this ring, you can cast any spell stored in it. The spell uses the slot level, the spell save DC, spell attack bonus, and spell casting ability of the original caster, but it's otherwise treated as if you cast the spell. The spell cast from the ring is no longer stored freeing up space. Yeah, it's yeah a that, sweet that ring. sounds like the perfect thing for a warlock with not so many spell slots. Mm-hmm. I really like that spell storing ring she'll smile and say well um they're roughly the same in value so i think we could do business here all right i would love to very well um she'll pop the case open and puts in a little code on the front of it and it swings open and she grabs the spell storing ring out of it plops it on the counter and says that'll be one ring of resistance please i hand it over excitedly <laughs> she smiles and uh pulls out a, a bottle of liquid and a cloth and wipes it down puts it into the case and closes the lid i'm so happy and there, there's already you said there was already spells that were added into it does she know what's in there already um i guess that would be up to my discretion huh yeah i think i'm gonna go with fabricate you convert raw materials into products of the same material. For example, you can fabricate a wooden bridge from a clump of trees, a rope from a patch of hemp, and cloth from a flax or wool. Uh, choose raw materials that you can see within range. You can fabricate a large or smaller object contained within a 10-foot cube or eight connected 5-foot cubes. Given a sufficient quantity of raw material, um, if you're working with metal, stone, or another mineral substance, however, the fabricated object can be no larger than medium. Uh, contained within a single five-foot cube. The quality of objects made by the spell is is commensurate with the quality of raw materials. Creatures or magic items can't be created or transmuted by this spell. 
You also can't use it to create items that ordinarily require a high degree of craftsmanship, such as jewelry, weapons, glass, or armor, unless you have a proficiency with the type of artisan's tools used to craft such spells. Or objects, sorry. Can we go get walking tacos now? Well, yeah, of course we can. You just gotta find them. Alright, let's go! We go. Yeah, I mean, after walking around for a while, eventually you'd probably find it. Walking up to the guy, he'll say, uh, oh, hi. Uh, care for a walking taco? Well, heck yeah, we heard so many good things about him. Oh, yeah? Where'd you hear? Oh, one of our, uh, people we kind of travel with. His name's Hoyt. Hoyt? He's one of my employees. Where is he? I haven't seen him in, well, in, I don't know, a day now. Uh... Employee? Yeah, he works here. I think we're thinking of two different people. I only know one Hoyt. Yeah, me too. Anyway. Uh, kind of sullen character, has a lot of knives. Oh, yeah, yeah, he likes throwing them. I don't mm. know how he gets them back all the time. I would, I would never be able to keep track of all that stuff. But anyway, he said that they're really good, and, uh... Since he's not working today, we were wondering if we could buy some. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, friends of Hoyt's eat for free. Ah, oh, that's awesome! And uh, I'll try. I'll, I'll try the whatever he says is the best kind. He'll uh, he'll whip you up something tasty. And do I like it? I don't know. Why don't you roll a d10 and decide if you like it? Oh, I better like it. Ooh, I rolled a two. Ooh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Troop doesn't really care for it either. He's like, well, I oh. can eat this, but uh, I, don't, I don't really get what Hoyt sees in it. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to say anything in front of the guy. I'd be like, thank you. We'll tell Hoyt to come back to work real soon. Thanks, I'd appreciate it. I could use the help around here. When you see him, tell him, uh, tell him thanks for sending Justin my way. He, uh, seems to be a decent worker. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I guess I'll tell him about, uh, that. <laughs> Is there a person with him, or? Yeah, you'll see, uh, a, a, a cook working in the kitchen with him. Hmm. Well, I guess it's not really a kitchen. He's in a stand, so but working the grill with him. I, uh, narrow my eyes and walk away. <laughs> because my thought processes. <laughs> the things you learn about. Friends? The things you learn about the people you, <laughs> you travel with. Um, <laughs> I guess, uh, um, I'll ask Droop if he wants to do anything else. He'll say, uh, I, I kind of want to have a drink. I still haven't spent my silver. Oh, Okay. Well, we can go... Isn't there a place called, like, the Sleepy Griffin or something? Uh, yeah, there's a bar called... The Mixing Branch. The Mixing Branch. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Let's go there. Uh, yeah, so you walk in and you'll see a redskin tiefling working the bar. There's quite a few people in here. It's a pretty popular spot. Definitely not a dive. Um, seems more like a up, upbeat bar scene. And there's like a dance floor and live music and etc. This is my jam. <laughs> Droop doesn't waste any time and goes right up to the bar and he's like, "Give me whatever this'll get me." And throws his <laughs> coin down. 
<laughs> his one silver? Uh -huh. what, what does it get him? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> He'll look at it and say, uh, well, I guess I can probably spare an ale for that and he'll scoop up the coin and goes over to one of his taps and fills up a nice frosty mug and slides it over to Droop. Oh my god, how happy is he? He's just, he, he's beaming. Like, as if he hasn't had ale in ten years? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> First frosty brew in, in at least a decade. Well, Droop, if you like that, you can have as many as you want on me. Oh my god! <laughs> He pounds it. Uh, another! Uh, I'm gonna ask the bartender if I can open up a tab. He'll say, oh, absolutely. Um, and, uh, he'll say, uh, the name's Garrus. Uh, what brings you here? Well, we're, you know, we're, we're adventurers, and we're back home. And we're <laughs> just, uh, having a good time. Obviously, the little guy hasn't you know, been out much. <laughs> yeah, I can see he's uh, definitely eager. Uh, yeah, hold on, I'll uh, show you whatever you want. What'll it, what'll it be? Um, well, I'll keep it coming with uh, the mead for me. But uh, <laughs> as long as if he wants to keep drinking uh, ale, I figure just let him have it and I'll just pay <laughs> whatever his tab rakes up. All right, uh, can do. Um, so he'll walk over to his tap and or uh, taps and pour you out a different one, slides it back over, and says, "This is the best we get." Well, thank you so much. Anytime. I'll I'll, uh, I'll slip him a gold piece as like a tip. Sweet. Yeah, he'll say, uh, "Yeah, feel free to hang out. Uh, we got food, drink, live music. Do whatever. Just don't start a fight." Oh, believe me, no fights are happening here. Not with us. We're good company. <laughs> Very good. So Droop's going to want to get smashed. <laughs> yes. So I imagine that would take a while. Eventually, um, let's see how smashed he gets. Very... I would just be drinking casually. He's almost at the point of sloppy drunk when <laughs> a sprite comes flying in. Ah, oh, Carla, you finally came back. She'll say something to the effect of, uh, Gundren wants to see you guys. Uh, I don't think it's super pressing. It didn't sound like he needed you right now, but, uh, sounded like he wanted Hoyt to be there, too. Oh, that's gonna be hard. No one's even seen him. And a, in a, he's got friends? Yeah. I don't know anything about that, but, uh, I think well, Shadow went back to the apartment. Uh, Gundren gave us some pretty cool magic items. Oh, what was your favorite? Well, I really liked this ring. Apparently you can, like, pick stuff up with your mind. Oh my god. Oh my god, I... I hope I get that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... Shadow said we should wait until everybody's here to pick. Well, like, Hoyt's coming back. He's not coming back. He's angry. Angsty. Angry. Insubordinate. And churlish. And churlish. Yeah, I guess I'll uh, hang out, and I'm gonna have probably one or two more meads mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at the bar, and uh, if and just see what happens. Sure. So I mean, he's not really trying to talk to people or anything. He's pretty intent on drinking, considering it's been quite a while. He downs one more, 
cup, and you can see him kind of nodding between sips. And he asks for one more, but it's like eventually halfway through it, his head just falls on the bar, and uh, he's out cold. Perfect. Well, so you have a passed out goblin at about 4 p.m. in a bar that you're not used to. The bartender saunters over and says, uh, Looks like that guy's, poor, that poor little guy's all tuckered out. Well, he certainly had his fill. What's the damage? He walks over to a, a little monitor behind the bar and pokes around at it and comes back over to you and says, uh, That'll be about tree fitty. <laughs> Three gold and fifty gold? You're not allowed to say that. You can't, you can't say that. My heart. Uh, eight silver for him, and then however many you have, which I think was four or five. And yours were more pricey. I think yours were around a gold a pop. So okay. six gold, probably call it even. I slide him a tenner of gold. Okay. Um... He says, well, thank you kindly. Uh, awful generous. Oh, yes, I'm a very generous person. Well, um, we'd love to have you back. Oh, I intend on coming back. Yeah, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna get him back to our apartment. It's too bad there's not an Uber for... Uh, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I don't suppose there's a pickup service in the city. Um, well, most people do, uh, their transit by foot, um, and I can't really think of any other way to get around. No, there's no, like, carriages, horse-drawn carriages? Uh, you might be able to find one if you stand out on the street with your thumb up. I gotta look at my spells here. There's gotta be something I can do. Disintegrate. Or not. <laughs> no, you're not high enough level for that. <clears throat> I tap him, and he becomes invisible, and I just leave him there. <laughs> <laughs> He's not bugging anyone. <laughs> he gets set on like 18 times. I go. I turn to the bar, and I <laughs> loudly say. I don't suppose anyone has a spell that can make this one lighter. Um, even they do, odds they don't. It's illegal to cast spells in the city. I learned this. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. Some some drunk patron in uh, uh, fine robes will be like, I can, I know that. I can do that. Oh boy. Oh, what could you? I, if if you could make him. You know, more handheld here. Maybe I could carry him home. What are you gonna give me for it? Um, let's see. What am I gonna give you for him? For it? Well, I have this black coin here, and I I hold out one of these black coins that I got in the other world. Uh, he'll grab it and like yeah, turn it around. That has to be worth quite a pretty penny. There's not many of those around here. What is this? <laughs> That's for you to decide. Okay, whatever. I'll, I'll try it. <laughs> See if he's successful. Oh, that's a 20. Uh, yeah. 
he uh he walks over to, to droop and like mumbles some shit under his breath and then slaps him right off the bar okay he's later now is he I go over to him and is he lighter <laughs> yeah you can pick him up with one finger oh cool okay uh Arcana check. What do I think he actually cast? Um, gotta be a spell that makes people lighter, right? Well, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's enlarge, reduce, and oh then there's my God. levitate. Yeah, levitate. Yeah. Um, I am I was so mad that I'm yeah. so mad that you didn't have something ready there. Well, f how, why would I? I don't know, man. I was really hoping <laughs> you had something cool. I did roll like a nineteen, so I assume that I would know that that's what was cast and he's probably like what is it I, he's half the size that he half the height but eight times lighter than he would normally be yeah could use love and large reduce is the one that came to mind initially so yeah he shrinks uh as he falls to the ground awesome well thank you kind sir enjoy your currency and uh <laughs> I'm actually gonna go over and pick him up and come on, Carla. Let's let's go back for now. Carla could carry him at this rate. She'll follow. She you. Might be able to. All right, and uh, yeah, we'll go back to the apartment. I want to get this this uh, green blob on the couch. That's okay. his home now. <laughs> yeah, if you're going straight there, it's no problem. You can make it there. Probably uh, cutting, in a box. cutting to shadow while you guys are in transit. What Where have you been I? doing? This whole yeah, what have you been doing since you left the, the castle? I flew away because I never I to a, be seen or heard from again. I made yeah, that was it. He was like, "This is the last straw." Poof, gone. Um, much like all of Zach's victims from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> He's the worst character ever. Uh, if, if you didn't already know that, so I flew away from Gundren's because I hate pixies, and. It's a good thing this is a sprite. Oh, it's a ah. sprite. Yeah, I just got up from a nap, so this is, I'm actually not tired. That was like two hours ago. Now. Uh, yeah, but I mean, come on. I'm no longer a full cat, so don't have the physiology requirements anymore for naps. Um, You do have like a bag full of coke. Jared. Oh god, I was not prepared to do We here at the usual time don't support drug use by children. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean adults, it's fine. Kings. We just find it's it fine. extremely hilarious. Yeah, we just find it extremely we just find it hilarious. So Hoyt's been gone for like a day and a half, but I hate him. I don't care about Almalexia anymore. Droops, whatever. I just saw Gundren. I don't know anybody else in this town. You know some of the guards. I, well, yeah, yeah, we're, we're mates. For the time being, I'm just gonna go for a fly. Okay. And and if I think of something, I will I will bump in. But I I have nothing right now. Okay. How come, um, how come all your characters hate everyone all the time? Well, well it's gonna uh, be. Can I just say that Shadow is uh, kind of racist against uh, the Sword Coast, so or in favor of his people, so. This is, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough. 
it's gonna be at least a good two hours before Almalexia and Droop make their way, or even begin to make their way back to the apartment. So you have about that amount of time to go explore or whatever you're doing. Could we bounce it to Hoyt? Yeah, absolutely. Hoyt, you were doing your awkward walk away, look back. Oh God, she's looking at me. Awkward wave, walk away. There was no awkward wave. Oh, that's right. You you declined the wave. She she waved when she, she caught you. And I went goodbye. And then I was going to my sleeping spot because it was late. Yeah, it was getting uh, long in the day. So if you're trying to just make your way back there, that's fine. Uh, when you arrive, you find two little hooligans that are dressed in rags no longer. <sighs> Dad, what are you doing here? <laughs> are you my dad? <laughs> uh, they'll say, we lost you. Where'd you go? I had things to do. Did you steal from people? <laughs> Did you? No, we were waiting for you to teach us. Yet, yeah, not gonna happen. Aww. Damn it. You're out of your element, kids. You're not even close to ready for something of that caliber. God damn it, Donnie! <laughs> caliber? What do you mean, caliber? caliber? I wouldn't know the word caliber. Neither do they. <laughs> Makes They're sense. All dumb together. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Alright. You want a job? They, their eyes both light up. We've never had jobs. Alright, it's not that kind of job. It's like, you're gonna do something that in the long run might get you some coin, but there's an equal chance that it lands you in the stocks. Are you ready to make that kind of a risk? They look at each other and look back at you and nod expectantly. Alright, come back here in the morning. We're not doing it now, it's too late. Okay, we'll be back. And leave your butter knives at home. This isn't going to require any of that. We don't really have that, but okay. Dig right. a wander. Uh, kid's going to drive me to drink. Now you know you how it's like around you. Or Actually, that's a good idea. Drunken the bar. Yeah, sure. So you can make your way back to the tavern if you want. The uh, halfling bartender is going to look at you and say, Back again, Hoyt. Yeah. I see you lost your tail. I don't get it at first. I look behind me and I'm like, Oh, yeah, they've been dealt with. <laughs> uh, not killed, I hope. <laughs> what? What kind of place is this? We take all kinds. Alright, fair I'm enough. I'm sorry. Well, maybe then you can help me. What do you need? Staking out a job up in Fancyville. Ah. Residence. Uh, looks like a well-to-do elf. What do you know about him? Or any of them? I don't know his mm. name. Well, I can only assume you're talking about the Black Lake District. Um, I know there's a lot of well-to-do folk there. Can you tell me any more about these uh, elves? 
As far as I can tell, it's just him and his attendants. Didn't see anybody else going in and out. Tailed him for a little bit back to his house. How big was the house? Uh, I give an answer. Uh, yeah, so I had said <laughs> it was uh, fairly large uh, from the outside, what looked to be two-story uh, house. I wouldn't quite call it a mansion, but definitely uh, they've got some money. Sure. That's what I said. Uh, he'll rub his chin and kind of looks off into the distance for a bit and says, well, there's a couple people that might meet that bill, but, uh, you could be talking about the LN beers. Who are they? Oh, just a couple of well-to-do folk. I can't say I know too much about them. We don't, uh, exactly get their kind in here, but, no, uh, if you're looking to stake out a place, that's Probably as good as any you're going to find in the Black Lake. Yeah, that's kind of what I assume, too. Just like to know about the people before I steal from them. What, uh, what are you looking to gain out of all this? Mm, looking for them to give back to the community. <laughs> he laughs. Um, I see. Uh, so... What's your plan? And how am I supposed to be able to help you? I'm just looking for information. No plan yet. I see. Well, were I you, I would start by talking to the people on the street and maybe see what their day-to-day -day schedule is, if you can figure it out. Yeah, I did a bit of that today. Followed him randomly throughout the town and then back home. That's how I tailed him back there. Didn't see much activity after he got home, but that was step two, was talking to the people. I mean, not that I should be helping you or anything, but it may pay to go see what they do during the night hours. Though, do be careful. The Grey Cloaks make their presence known in that district. Not a terrible idea. Maybe I should do that before I partake of the drink. And I won't worry too much about the Grey Cloaks. Money has a way with all people. Well, we'll be open late. Uh, well, here's to seeing that I get back. And I flick a gold coin at him and be like, that's a down payment. He catches it out of the air with one hand and says, We'll see you soon. I make my way through the back streets heading for the house. Sure. You can make your way back there, no problem. The streets here are extremely well lit. Um, there are not really any back streets, as you would call them. There's little walkways between the backs of houses where backyards butt up against each other. Uh, but there's no real alleyways. This area is kind of more spaced out than the rest of the city. The people here have a little of their own property uh, to work with. Okay. Just walking by, what you'll notice is that there are lights on in one of the rooms upstairs. Uh, you'll see that a room in the back is lit, and that the servants' quarters in the backyard uh, is also lit. Uh, you might see one of the servants walking out of the house and to the quarters. I'm going to go running up to that person. Sure. Uh, excuse me. Is it a guy or a woman? It's a woman, and she looks quite startled. Uh, yes? Excuse me, ma'am. Sorry. 
sorry to beg some of your time. I'm looking for two younger kids. They were walking through the streets, and I seem to have gotten turned around and lost them. Curious if you've seen them. Two kids. Uh, it's not often you see children walking around by themselves in this district. Um, I can't say I saw any. Uh, well, have you been out and about? I've, they've been gone pff, the better part of the later part of the day. I'm just... Uh, we were them. out running errands with our master earlier, but we've been back since mid-afternoon. Do you think they might have seen him? Uh, well, maybe, but if I didn't, I doubt it. We were with him the whole time. That makes sense. Well, I thank you for your time. Yeah, good, good luck. And I'm going to slow walk back to the road. I'm kind of just trying to watch and see sure. the her quarters area. Um, so you'll see her quarters and you assume the other servant. Significantly smaller than the main house, but big enough for two people to have two separate rooms and a washroom and a small uh, kitchen slash eating area. Um, the basic necessities they're not like slave quarters where they're stuck in a cell they're fairly well cared for despite essentially being slaves mm. I don't like that word <laughs> servants they, they're paid but they're indentured let's call them the slaves with jobs servants with jobs yeah, yeah slaves with jobs prisoners with jobs okay uh, I'm going to walk back to the street, and I'm just taking in as much of this house as I can. Sure. As you're walking back, you can see the lit room on the bottom level. Fairly large. Takes up maybe a third of the back of the house, and looking in through the windows, you can see the other servant in there, uh, who is uh, also uh, human. Sorry, I forgot to mention that with the other one. But this one's a male. Uh, you can see he's kind of doing something which looks repetitive. You might assume washing dishes, though you maybe have never done that in your time on this plane. Uh-huh. So that room takes up a decent sized portion of the bottom of the house. The rest of it is unlit uh, at this point in the night. Gotcha. Um, how far away is that room from the front door? A good distance. Um, so that is in the... Like, if you're looking at it from the road, that would be the back left corner of the house. And it takes up about a third of the back of the house and maybe a quarter of the side of the house. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to the front door and knock on it. Uh, okay. And I'm going to count until I have someone answer the door. Okay. How long it takes. So you knock. Um, nothing happens. It doesn't appear anybody heard you. Do you knock again? I do. Okay. Uh, this time you do hear footsteps approaching. It takes about 15 seconds and the door opens and the male that you saw through the window opens the door and says, um, uh, hello, it's kind of late. Can I help you? Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry to borrow your time. I spoke to the other uh, servant of the residence and uh, I'm looking for a couple young boys. I heard that you guys were out and about today. I'm just curious if you happen to have seen any. They would have looked lost and confused. Um, we were walking through the area. We're new to Neverwinter, and I'm just trying to find them again. Curious if you happen to have seen them. Uh, he strokes his chin and 
thinks for a minute. After 20, 30 seconds, he says, I, I don't remember seeing any kids by themselves today. Um, I mean, certainly there are some around, but they were all attended to. Understandable. Um, and um, she said that you guys were with him the whole time, so I'm sure your master wouldn't know either, so I won't bother his time. He'll say, um, yeah, we were with Lord Morick all day. Uh, don't think he would have seen anything that we didn't. Yes, I'm sure he's very busy with his own business, whatever it may be. He'll smile and say, is there anything else I can help you with? Uh, no, thank you for your time. I'll keep searching. Best of luck to you. Have a good evening. And he shuts the door. I walk back to the street, and I just look at the front of the residence. Mm -hmm. so was there a light on in the upstairs, you said, too? Yes, so one of the rooms upstairs, you'll notice there is a light. The shades are drawn, so you can't see in. Um, so the top of the house, the top level kind of sticks out a little bit of, uh, beyond where the bottom level is, and there's columns supporting it, so like there's a, a little bit of a shelter over like the front door area okay uh the other rooms do they also appear to have curtains drawn curtains drawn uh no apparent lighting the houses proximate both either across the street left right do they also appear to be in well with residents Yes, um, the one to the left has more lights on. Uh, you'll also notice this one's quite larger. It appears that that person is significantly well off. Uh, the one to the right is much the same size. Lights on here and there. Across the street, you'll see mostly the same. Uh, it appears the other house is larger than the rest in this certain area. I'm going to go to the house that is the same size. Same size, which is to the right, you said, I believe? Yes. Knock on the front door. <clears throat> okay. Um, after about 30 seconds, an elderly human woman answers the door. Uh, good evening, ma'am. Uh, I'm sorry to take up your time. I'm looking for a couple boys. Just curious if you might have been out and about. Uh, the folks next door um, were a little bit less than accompanying for trying to help me find them. I'm just concerned for the boys' well-being. Uh, she'll say, oh no, you lost your kids? Uh, well, they're not mine, but uh, they are in my charge. I see. Um, let me think. Well, I was out gardening earlier today, and I do happen to remember seeing a couple young lads walk by, but I can't say for certain they're the ones you're looking for. A anybody else in the house that might know? Just out of curiosity, I'm super concerned for these boys. Well, just my husband, but he's been inside all day. He's not uh, hes not in good health. I understand. Well, thank you for your time. You're welcome. She shuts the door. Um. Okay, let's go to the big house on the left. Uh, this house has a gate and fence around the yard. Mm -hmm. And you aren't able to get through the gate. Oh, the gate's shut? Yes. Goddamn gated community. Y'all the worst. Target changed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the one across the street also gated. 
Uh, no, the one across the, the the couple houses across the street are roughly the same size as your target's house, and not quite the same, but generally the same shape. Gotcha. Um, okay, I'm gonna go across the street to whichever one. Uh, so you'll knock. Uh, this one has a orc answer the door. It's a male, and he looks in good health, maybe middle age. I see, I see. Uh, good, good evening, sir. Uh, I'm looking for a couple boys. We were in the area uh, walking through, and they gave me the slip. I've been missing them for the better part of the evening. Uh, curious if you might have seen them. Just been asking around town. Don't remember seeing any boys. Who are you? Uh oh, just no one specific. Just traveling through, looking for the boys that are in my charge. Going door to door. Um, there's only the third or so house that I've talked to. The other one across the way there, and I gesture the elves' house. Uh, they were a little bit less than useful. I don't know. I talked to the woman there. She looked like she'd been roughed up or something. I don't know. Yeah, those Elenvir people, I don't really care for them myself. They keep those servants around. I don't know why they can't do their own work. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess by how roughed up and bruised she look, I don't know that she doesn't take a beating while she's at it, too. Nah, I can't say I'm surprised. Look, if you're looking for missing kids, you might try with the Great Cloaks. Alright, uh, is that the town guard? Yeah, are you new around here? Yeah, just traveling through. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll seek him out. Thank you very much. No problem. Good luck. Yeah, but... Slams the door. Um, I'm done for the night. Okay. You just making your way back to the tavern? Back to the bar. Okay, you can make it there. No problem. I walk in. Uh, I go straight to the bar. Is it busy? Are there people? Uh, no, the, the, let's say crowd has cleared out at this point. There's a couple hangers on, but for the most part, it's just you and the barkeep. I sit down. I, uh, I have a gold coin in my hand and I'm just looking at it and kind of rolling it around my fingers. And I say, the Mark's name's Lord Morick. Two servants, one male, one female, both human. Not liked by his neighbors across the way. Neighbors to the right are elderly and basically out of touch with the day-to-day. Gated community to the left. How about now? Uh, he'll say, hmm, Morik. Name sounds kind of familiar. I think he has some dealings with blacksmithing or something like that. Might be he was an armor once, but I think he's just a merchant these days. I see. Traveling merchant or sets up shop someplace? Hmm. Well, I I dare say he has some dealings with that chain store, Lion Shield Coster, that's based out of Phandalin, but uh, I can't say I've ever shopped there myself. A little bit too rich for my taste, if you get my drift. I see. Well... I suppose I might start there in the morning then. Yeah, if you're looking for the local uh, local shop, it's going to be smack dab in the middle of the merchant district. I can't tell you much more about Morik. 
Uh, I don't know if he's just a, a source for materials or if he actually has dealings with the manufacturing of the armor, but I know he has something to do with it. Well, how about we deal with what you're good at dealing with? You got another <laughs> bottle? He chuckles and uh, says, you looking for the same as yesterday? Oh, whatever is half empty. Uh, he'll pick up a couple bottles, jiggle them around, and hold one out at you and say, uh, here, this one's mostly full. You gave me plenty of coin. All right. Light up. And I go and drink myself to sleep. Thank you for listening to The Usual Time, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition podcast. Please visit theusualtimednd.com for all our episodes. We release new content every other week. You can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms, and feel free to rate us five stars. You can also connect with us on Twitter and on Reddit by searching the handle theusualtimednd. This episode featured songs by Poddington Bear, including Netherland, Kitten, and Saver, as well as Scouting Mission by David Feslian, and as always, Tumbling Down by CDK featuring Kirkoid. We'll see you next time on The Usual Time.